0: Good afternoon, I'd like to welcome everyone to today's How to Franchise Simply Teleconference. Um, I'm really thrilled to have Kerry Fitzgibbon with me. Kerry um, has got tremendous amount of experience and understanding of the whole social media area um, and I think you'd appreciate that um, the information she's going to share with is really most helpful. Um, she's got some gems from the point of view of case studies and experience. Um, she's just been travelling around the country um in different states, meeting a lot of people and, um, I suppose, uh, raising awareness as far as the sort of products that she handles. Um, and in going through our introduction with her now and our bit of a Q&A session we're going to have, um, if you've got a pen and pad there, I think you'll probably find there's some worthwhile gems that she's going to mention. It's worth writing down. Um, and also, of course, any questions you got for later. Um, Kerry's experience in the in the whole internet field is quite extensive so she brings to the social media area a really good understanding of internet marketing and the applications of it which uh, is becoming more and more critical for all of us as uh, as the internet becomes such a dominant force in what we're doing so um I'm thrilled to have uh, have Kerry here and just a reminder for anyone um, about pressing the star 6 if you're listening at the moment um press star six to mute your line just so we don't hear any background noises or feedback and so on. So um, what I'd like to do then, Kerry, is to put I suppose ask you for an opening statement as far as social media and what's happening out there.
1: Oh I uh, thank you, Brian. Actually, I'll probably need to start six. I was just explaining to Brian uh, earlier, I've got little kids running around this morning. <laughs> That's one of the, the perks of being able to work anywhere in the world yeah. <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so, excuse a big little bit of background noise on at my end, but social media, it's, it's just really, really amazing, like how fast it's growing and really how it's being able to give people a voice now. So once upon a time, especially when it came to you know advertising and stuff like that, it was really the business had the only voice. It was you know just um, you know um, it was just a one way communication. Now it's a two way communication, and now businesses can actually use and get you know use social media to get client feedback, to get product reviews, to find out exactly what it is their target market wants, what it is their clients want, and then give it to them. I mean, fancy that.
0: (laughs) It's amazing. It's it's a whole different psychology, isn't
1: it? It takes the guesswork out of it, and I actually just had someone the other day say to me, "Oh." He's a personal trainer and he was saying, listen, I'm thinking about, he said, oh, listen, I need to change my business name because he just broke up, you know, he um, split his business in half, gave his business part half of the business, what was going out in his own and says, I need to think of a business name. I said, don't come up with it yourself, get on the social network and ask people to come up with an idea for a business name for you and I said, even better, turn it into a competition. Turn it into a competition that they can come out, you know, get heaps of people, you know, um, come out with business names. Uh, then break it down to the you know three, get people to vote on it, and then get you know, um, give away some PT sessions. So not only is A he's getting, you know, a really good business name from from clients, um, wow. and but he's also getting a, building up a fan base as well.
0: That's a so, brilliant example of how you can just use that the power of those contacts out there to. Uh, so, uh, you know, basically, do do your work for you, I, get, yeah. I guess. But t- in that case, take the guessing
2: yep. out of Anything what's going name.
0: Like
1: I even had someone else the other day saying, oh, I'm rebranding, I need a new logo. Well, get some of your clients
0: to design a logo for you.
1: See if they'll have a go. Or give them an option of three and get them to pick.
0: Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, you can do. It. So, in other words, what you're saying is that you can do some random sampling yep. um, really very, very, uh, very simply. Yeah. Getting yep. some feedback.
1: Yeah. So, social media now allows people to yeah, really you know, to really get in and become basically friends with their clients. Now, if we think about it like this, now I'm not sure, you know, I'm just going to take it back to sort of what the social media channels are.
2: Mm.
1: So, we've got obviously the Facebook, the Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, um, the, the main channels, there's Google Plus as well of course, um, there's a new one out called Pinterest. But if we look at those channels, we can look at some of them like Facebook, Twitter, um, and and YouTube. are more sort of a business to consumer type of channel. So you know, business promoting to a consumer. Right. Whereas LinkedIn is predominantly business to business. But I like to take it back and say it's all people to people.
0: Yep, yep, that makes sense. Yeah, at yep. the end of the day.
1: Yep. And and so, you know, one of the one of the things with social media, one of the reasons why, you know, I I hear from businesses, you know, sometimes they come up to me and they go, Oh my gosh, Terry, you know, this social media thing it it doesn't work, you know. I've been on Facebook blah 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 and I haven't got any business and I'm like, Well, okay, so you know, who's your target market? You know, are they on Facebook? Where are they? Where are they hanging out? What keeps them awake at night? What are they doing? And you know, they'll say, oh, well, I don't know. Well, how can you go onto social networks and not know who your target market is? <laughs> because if you don't know who they are, then you don't know how to communicate with them. So one of the biggest reasons why social media won't work for a business is if they don't put together a strategy initially. And that's probably what I really want to cover today on this teleconference is I had the seven steps to expose your business with social media. And the seven steps are basically a a, um, a strategy and what every business should put together and do to put, you know, to before they even get onto promoting themselves on social media. Because quite often what I'll see is a real scattergun approach. Like, mm, I know I need a Facebook page, so I'm just getting down on Facebook and I'm just going to. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm just going there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep.
0: yep There's probably a fair. Fair, fair percentage of people. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so unless you have a plan, and, and I mean, you, hey, this, this would be the same in franchising. You know, even with franchising, you know, you have to put together a, a well laid plan, correct?
0: Absolutely. So
1: um, it's all systemised, and that's why they work. Is that your phone or mine that's ringing? Is... No, I don't
0: think it's here. But let's uh, ignore it. Let's yep, ah. carry on. Yeah.
1: You know, with franchising, you systemise. You put together a, a step-by-step system w- which people follow, and that's why franchising works. You roll it out. Sort of similar with social media. You know, if you put together a system, a system for your business, and then you know, and then follow that system, then
0: it'll work. Right. That makes sense. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about getting it all lined up, getting the ducks lined up, ticking the boxes, and uh, getting everything implemented.
1: Hmm. So maybe we want to have a quick, quick, you know, touch on why social media. Why should people be using, businesses be using social media? I, I think so
0: because uh, there's no doubt it's uh, it's undertaken quite a significant, uh, I suppose, revolution in the last 12 months. When I think back to the beginning yeah. of last year, um, that um, you know there were there were sceptics in the market from the point of view of of, uh, of social media, yeah. and. Um, That's changed. I mean, in the last twelve months, it's been really quite a revolution as far as the uh, um, the the intensity and and the impact of social media.
1: When I think back and I look at, like, let's just use Facebook as an example.
0: Okay,
1: so I about nine months nine months ago, I started training people how to use Facebook. So I've been on social networks for about three or four years, really started, you know, um, studying. I'm a certified social media strategist, so I did a uh a, a, you know, a intense course on putting together strategies. I do every single training there possibly is out there on social media, so that I can keep up with to date with it. Um, but then I put it into practice so that I can say, Well, okay, well, some things actually don't work.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> some yeah, of the things you. that
1: people teach out you don't necessarily work. So It's like, well, that works, that doesn't. Why doesn't it work? Find out why it doesn't work and whatever else. But anyway, so nine months ago, I started training. And one of the things I would be saying, taking Facebook as an example, is, okay, there are 600 million people on Facebook, right? November, I gave a, 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 a speech. There are 750 million people on Facebook. Now, this week I had to change it. There are 800 million people on Facebook. (laughs) Staggering, isn't it? So, (laughs) why social media? 60 to 80% of purchases now are based on recommendations. (laughs) It's peer recommendations. No longer are people using, you know, taking adverts, um, you know, as, as, as gospel. They are asking their friends for recommendations. So, And I, prime example. I have a girlfriend that goes into a shoe store. She takes photos of shoes that she likes, posts them up onto Facebook, which you can do right from your phone now, and asks her friends which ones she should buy.
0: Wow.
1: You know, that's that's just one example. But you know, even though it sounds crazy, that's what people are doing.
2: Mm, scary, so, isn't it? In some respects.
1: Well so, so someone is going on there and I, I just on the other day I had a really I just found a really good personal trainer. Now I've been through a lot of personal trainers and not all of them are really, really great. I found an excellent one. I put up on Facebook that I found the best personal trainer. Now that attracted a lot of comments. Then I had some a couple of my friends go offline ringing, and say, Kerry, hey, tell me about this personal
0: trainer. Oh, mm, you know, mm, so, so you become a conduit.
1: Like, what's that?
0: you become a conduit for their marketing.
1: Exactly, exactly. But that's what you want to do. You want to encourage your clients to market you. And how do you do that? You've still got to go back to giving good service and whatnot, but letting them know that you're on these social channels, letting them know that Pat's giving them bribery to, you know, apart from good service, you know, to market you. Okay, you get discounted, you check in at our store or, you know, um, you know, think about sort of creative ways that you can, you can get people to promote, you online. Uh-huh. Tell me, can I
0: ask you a question there, just yeah. with regards to the impact of social media and so forth, is the sort of parameters from the types of products, I mean, we, we hear the examples um, quite understandably about retail, and you're mm-hmm. talking there about things like you know, fitness trainers and those sorts of things, where they're personal services. What about in a broader environment when we're talking about more business-to-business business, um, and those types of things, where they start to get into the professional area with more, um, you know, more profound sort of services and so forth, and and I suppose longer-term relationships.
1: So that's a really great thing about social media, is if it's a business-to-business business type of relationship. Now, keeping in mind it's still people to people, you can use social media to find strategic alliances. So, let's just say there was a business or a a person or a CEO or whatever else that you know has the target audience that you want but is not in direct competition with you. Now imagine going on and um, starting a relationship with that person on social media. So I'm going to use LinkedIn as as an example. So, you find in LinkedIn you can search people. So you can search people by location right down to 50K of lo- uh, 50 kilometers of their location
2: right.
1: at using keywords. So let's just say you are after CEOs on the Gold Coast or CEOs and I'm going to break it down to where I live, Southport.
2: Right.
1: Now it's going to bring you up every single person that's got a CEO in their profile that lives in Southport and 50k radius of. Now you go and connect with those people. So you don't just connect with them with a random message, you go and have a look at their profile. Now this is going to take a bit longer, but I'm just you know, bear with me in the in yep, the, yep, that, yep. That, that the relationships that you build doing this. It's really good. So you go and have a look at their profile. You look at some of the interests. You look at what they do. You look at some maybe some of their last posts. And then you connect with them with a nice personal message saying, hey, listen, I really like your post on XYZ. Um, you know... Whatever would love to connect with you. whatever. or or I see that you are, um, you know, from Melbourne originally. Hey, where did you go, is it You know, where, what? Where did you grow up? You know, something personal about something they'll put in their profile that's going to grab their attention. Already, you've started a conversation. So if you do this to every person that you want to connect with, that you want to have a strategic alliance with. You've already, So they'll generally connect back with you because you've taken your time to actually look at their profile, look at what they do and comment on it. Now imagine a few more conversations like that and then taking it offline and giving them a call. A, you get past the gatekeeper because you've already been speaking with them online. But B, that's a really good way to perhaps start a relationship with a strategic alliance that can help you grow your business and vice versa. It's a really good way of business to business. Another thing I like to do, for instance, if it's Facebook, if there is a business on Facebook and they have a business page and they have the same target audience as you but are not in direct competition with you, Mm -hmm. then go on and like their page. Go on and communicate on their page. Never ever sell. Just communicate. Like some of their posts. Comment on some of their posts. Be seen on their page. Never ever, you know, like I'll stress this, never sell, but just be there. Right? Yep. Yeah, then maybe it. on a Friday, because Friday's a really happy day on the internet. Everyone loves Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> there's a, <laughs> there's yeah, something the yeah, yeah. <laughs> <a> diary. <laughs> 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 then on a Friday, perhaps do a shout out to that business. So what I mean by shout out is, on Facebook you can tag pages. So on your business page, you can tag other business pages, or you can tag people. You might want to tag that person and say, hey, yes, Friday shout out to this business um, and get a reason why you've given a shout out. Now that business will see that on their page. They'll see that you've been active. It's a great way to start a relationship. So that in turn you can take that offline or whatever else and help each other out, or you know they've got your target market. So you see how that can be quite effective for business to business.
0: Yeah, it's a matter of getting those networks building, and yep. then you then it really. I um, suppose I'm just going through uh, recently, just, um, I've had social media sites for a while, I haven't really done anything with them, mm-hmm. but just starting to get them moving and uh, it's amazing how quickly it multiplies.
1: Yep, and especially if you are regular as well. Mm. So you've got to be regular but don't go out, it's, you know, some people say it's a numbers game, I think it's more of a relationship game than a numbers game okay, you do want to build your networks up, but you want to build those networks up with high-quality people.
0: Not just names for the sake of it. Not for,
1: not, and you can buy, you know, like, you know, if you're looking at, so some people go, oh, I've got 3,000 people on my Facebook, you know, fan page. But then you look and there's only 10 people talking about them. Well, that's not quality. You know, that's unqualified, you know. So you're better to have, you know, less, or take your time to build up your fan base. Not to say, like, oh, I've got one of my clients that built their fan base up. About 10,000 now of quality people, you know, and they have, and any given day they have about 500 to 1,000 people talking about this particular page. Wow. And we started the campaign in October me. last year. And it meant that in the first two months online she got an extra 28 or twenty-three or $24,000 worth of sales in her business in the first two months. But the reason why is because they were, it was a well-executed plan, strategy, built a list, found the right people and really engaged with them.
0: Right. And um, looking at the professional sort of side from the point of view of business, we talk about, you know, things like, I suppose, legal and accounting and so forth. Do You got any examples of techniques that people in those professions can use that work for them?
1: So with, let's just say, an accountant, and -hmm. it was just going right back to, and even in in legal, but going right back to um, what I was saying before about building these strategic alliances, one of the best things accountants could do is find people with other businesses. Yep. That they can align with.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So going back and using LinkedIn, but another thing is, is we actually I knew an accountant who um, started up a really good group on LinkedIn, and he the um, group was was business people. It was CEOs. It was helping out. I think it was a, uh, it's called. I don't remember the exact name of it, but it was basically um, helping new CEOs handle their business sort of thing right. um, so the group was started up to help new CEOs so all it was was heaps of good information to help CEOs be able to cope with being a CEO now hmm he's a group he's got a whole pile of CEOs he's an accountant he's helping these CEOs you can imagine that grew and grew and grew and he was so big in the end what happened was he actually got noticed by a huge, massive, big cosmetics company in the states who wanted him to come to the states to help them out oh. and they had some of the they knew. Huh. So just from starting a really good group and getting um, good um, content out there to help. Now. One of the things when you start up, let's just say a group, um, on Facebook it's relatively easy because you can start a group on Facebook and you can you can just make people be in the group so you don't even send out invites you just, and if they don't want to be in that group they, they, they can get out. Sometimes this can piss people off but you know you, I've seen some people using it really successfully, I've seen some people using it a little bit less successfully. But with LinkedIn, if you want to start a group on LinkedIn, start thinking about what Who's going to, well, who your target audience is and what they need? What are some of their problems out there? And then start up a group to provide solutions to their problems.
0: So you end up with a bit of a think tank, I suppose.
1: So you do. But a key with starting groups on LinkedIn is you don't want to be the only person working out in the gym, or you don't want to be the only person sitting in the restaurant, or you don't want to be the only person at your 21st birthday <laughs> party. <laughs> you want to get some key collaborators to you own the group, but get a couple of key people to go on and communicate in the group as well. You want about three or four of you that are in this group communicating.
2: Right. Because if
1: it's just you, then it can be a really lonely place and people come on and like, all oh, only one person. But if you get four people talking in there and whatever, then it starts to build momentum. That's one of the so I suppose the
0: tips with starting groups that I would suggest. Okay. And, and what about tips from the point of view, and this may apply differently to different social media um, channels, but uh, from the point of view of the amount of time you need to spend, uh, they can easily, you know, one, one reads some scary statistics about how people get sucked into you know, mm. different social media sites and so forth, the amount of time they spend. I mean, is it possible to be effective and discipline the time that you contribute, and can you delegate that?
1: Yeah. So I just want to, in answering that, I just want to say that if you have a good strategy, you know who your target market is, you know what you want to achieve on your social networks, you plan your strategy to make sure that aligns with your target market and what you want to achieve, so your objectives, Then you find the channels. So we're talking channels. When I'm talking channels, I'm talking Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, that's a channel. Mm -hmm. So you find the channel to suit where your target market is to get the objective you want to achieve. Now, if you know exactly where your target audience is, and they might only be, let's just say you might have a target audience and they majority of the time they're on Facebook and that's where you can do the most business. You can spend 80% of your marketing effort on Facebook and then 20% spread out to others. So if you do this correctly, there's no reason why 10 to 20 minutes a day, you can't do this in 10 to 20 minutes a day. There's also, um, so, I mean, there's also tools you can use where you can sit down. Some people sit down at the start of a week. And they do a couple of hours of planning and and posting and whatnot. And then they put it on a uh, site called HootSuite. You've probably heard of it before. I've I've heard of it. Yeah, Yeah.
0: perhaps you could explain um, and spell it. uh, So HootSuite,
1: H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com. Mm -hmm. Now what this is, is this is a site that can automate your posts to all social networks. I advise that you use it for some awesome, you know, if you've got some generic posts you want to send out through the week and whatever else, um, you know, if you don't have a huge amount of time, great, but i still suggest that whatever it is, the social network that comes up top where your target audience is, that you still go on to that at least every day. Now, using Facebook as an example, or, no, let's use LinkedIn as an example, just, you know, just
2: business to business. Yeah, point.
1: yeah. Yep. Yep. So using LinkedIn as an example So let's just say your target audience is predominantly businesses or corporate people. Mm -hmm. Now you can use Hootsuite to um, um, automate posts They go out, you know, so you can do it, you can post, you know, you can put posts in there at the beginning of the month and stagger them so that they come out every single day, different posts for the next month if you wanted to, right? So you could just have that going. But you'd still want to go on, and and that would send posts to LinkedIn, to Facebook, to Twitter, you know, um, any other, there's a few other social channels out there that probably aren't as relevant where you can send them. But you'd still want to go into LinkedIn every day. You'd still want to be going on there and connecting with people, sending them messages, building relationships. You'd still want to be having to join groups or be in groups and going and communicating on those groups' feeds every day, forums every day as well, giving good Um, value to people, because ultimately, especially in a business-to-business environment, actually in any environment, you want to be seen as the go-to person.
0: Absolutely. I know
1: a lot of people hate the word expert, but stand up and be proud if you know something more than other people. If you know something more than other people, you are an expert in their eyes. (laughs) So, be the expert, be that go-to person, and the way to do it is get in there and give good value, give good content, solve people's problems and that goes down to that's just not just social media, that's any online marketing or any marketing, but especially on social media. So you can use Hootsuite to automate but definitely go to the the, the, the channel that where you want to, you know, you, most of your clients are and go and check that every day and that's where you want to be, you know, spending your 10 minutes, 20 minutes a day going in and really adding
0: value to people on that channel. Yep, yep. So, so I suppose really, people like myself um, uh, need to acknowledge the fact that we've got to add a different, an, an extra task to our day, to our daily routine. Um, yep. Whether you get someone to help you doing posts and that sort of thing for you, the reality is that uh, you, you've got to put time by, and you've got to, um, you've got to get involved. Yep. and you've you've got. To, I suppose you've got to follow these conversations, haven't you? So you do have to take a take an interest in it.
2: At,
1: yeah, and that, and that's the thing is that you can get someone to do this for you, and there's some you know uh, some things that that uh, you can outsource quite easily. Like I do ghost posts for people. Okay. <laughs> so I go on and I am the business and I speak for them. However. Th- that's not necessarily the best thing to do is get a ghost poster. If you're desperate and you have to really pick your person right and make sure that they're going to be a really good voice for your business.
0: So At the end of the day, you really need to provide the content. I mean, if um, if, if a ghost poster is going to, what do you, you take some material and you sort of edit it or, you know, cut, oh, cut oh articles gosh. into short posts or what? <laughs>
1: I don't because I'm very good at this.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair enough.
1: <laughs> and there are certain steps that you can do. So, for instance, if you were to get a ghost poster, you really have to, you know, let's just say someone to manage your social media for you, you really have to do your homework on them. N- you know, give them a trial run for a little while. Keep an eye. Get them to send through some of the what they're going to be posting and stuff until you're comfortable leaving them with. Doing that sort of thing, but there's no reason why you can't do it yourself. But get someone to research things.
0: Yes, I suppose that's the key, isn't it? It's coming yeah. out with that information. It's a bit yeah. like, yeah, it's a bit like you know, we all know that we should be writing, uh, you know, press releases occasionally and putting out blogs and other bits of information. And it's it's actually just rolling your sleeves up and sourcing the material. And if you get someone to do that research, just give them a topic, um, then it's someone that understands what you're looking for. Then that really takes the chore out of
1: it. Exactly and and that's exactly it, you know get Google Alerts, I'm not sure whether your people know about Google Alerts um, but it's it's a free um, application in Google where you can get news on a keyword um, you know on the internet. So every single day delivered into your inbox you can get news on whatever the keyword is for your business. So let's just say you're a mortgage broker, you might want a keyword on you know, Finance Australia or, you know, um, Interest Rate Australia or Commonwealth Bank, you know, whatever, some of your keywords. And then what the, Google will do is source the internet for every single thing posted that's relevant to that keyword and give it to you in an in, a in, in, in feed or in your email. So you can pick some of those articles and you can rehash that as content. Um,
0: okay. Uh, I'm just thinking here for a bit of practical advice. We, you know, we all have inboxes which are over-filling. I mean, yep. the, last, the last six months, I mean, mine seems to have doubled to the amount of, of yep. mail I get. It's very hard to keep on top of it. Uh, how do you avoid just getting total and utter congestion with that type of uh, an example, you know, using, using Google Alerts, for example, because potentially, goodness knows, you could be getting scores of emails on a daily basis, I guess. Set
1: it up so that you're only getting one email a day. Okay. So you can set it up so you can get alerted every single time a news news story comes on, and I do not recommend that. You can set it up so that you get one email a day. You can set it up so you get a collection of email, one email a week. However, you can also set it up so it goes to a feed page, so you have to go onto your computer, you can go into your Google Reader, so it's like a newspaper, and you can have a look in there at at Mm -hmm. them, so it just goes into there, and not into your inbox. Another option is use Google Plus. So that's the new social network inside Google Plus. They have news in there on keywords. So you just need to go straight into your social network, go into your keyword, and have a look at the latest articles and that. Now the great thing about using other people's information, as long as you know they're not in direct competition, well you can. You can actually rehash, you know, um, but not copy. Never copy. Sure. But you can curate information out there. So a bank, if you're a mortgage broker, might put out there a story on interest rates. So you might want to come in and um, write an intro and your opinion on that story, and then the rest of that, you know, and then click through to the story.
0: I'm with you. Okay, so you, you get yourself into the conversation sort of thing.
1: Yeah. 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 Or you might read something. Here's what's really cool. You might read something on the internet and go, awesome. Then you might get, let's just say, your iPhone or smartphone, turn the video camera on and talk about it on on video, right? Then push a button and load it straight onto a YouTube channel of you talking about this information to actually save your content and it's your content. Mm. And and then for once it goes to YouTube, you can have it automated to go out to your social media channels and that can be done so quickly and i'll give you an example i'm a runner and i've got some running websites now mm-hmm. i do a look quite a few runs and on those runs i you know one in particular um a couple of weeks ago i was in new zealand i ran up this massive big hill it took me a few hours got to the top of it did a recording on hey listen if you want to do these long runs these the tips to be able to do them one two three couldn't put it on youtube then because i'm out of range but ran down to the bottom of the hill and sent it straight to YouTube out to my social media channels.
0: Wow.
1: Mm. It took me me two minutes to record that while I was on my run. (laughs) It took me 20 seconds to push it out to my social networks. Great way of doing content. Mm. And especially if you're the expert, especially if you know the information, that also makes you even more of an authority.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Tell me, something tell I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure there's information out there, and I, I, don't, I you know, don't track all the, all the statistics necessarily, but from the point of view of the demographic, and I suppose looking at the sort of ages, well, here's a lot about, you know, Gen Wise and so forth in social media. How, how I suppose, what, what's the impact now of the spread of the influence of social media, like, you know, LinkedIn and Facebook from the point of view of into into wider age and professional business groups, I suppose.
1: The fastest-growing demographic on social media is uh, 35-year-old-plus women.
2: Right.
1: It's not the younger ones. Yes, they're using it, but 35-plus-year-old women are the fastest-growing demographic on social networks. So um, the, the spread on social networks of demographics is, and Varied, you know. I know seventy to eighty-year-old people that are going onto social networks and communicating now.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's not just the younger generation. It's you know, I, you know, most of my friends are, um, you know, thirty-five plus, and they are on there every
0: day. Right. Um. Yeah. That's that's, that's that's. There's a lot to absorb there, isn't there? Um, certainly a lot happening. From the point of view of, I suppose, looking at other areas, um, um, you, I think when we were talking a while about, you mentioned about being able to grow your presence sort of organically. In other words, being able to, from, from a business point of view, um, I mean, that's the whole key, I suppose, with social media, isn't it? You can grow organically, and it's not a really cost you anything. Um, yeah. But uh, from the point of view of Facebook, for example, advertising, mm-hmm. um, you can really finally tune your demographic you're aiming for can't you?
1: Absolutely and I thoroughly recommend you know that to kick off and again this would come down to the strategy but the quickest way to grow your network let's just say on Facebook if you're a business is to put together some really finely tuned ads they don't have to cost the earth and you can actually Demo it right down to keywords, to vocation, um, to gender, to whatever it is you need to really finally target it down to with Facebook advertising and give them a reason to like your page. So whether that be something free that's high to feed value to them, low cost of delivery for you, or Whether you give them, um, you know, run a competition? Competitions have been relatively successful. Um, You have to know how to run these competitions properly. Um, I've run quite a few now, and I tell you what, the first few were successful, but I learnt a lot of things um, about, you know, the target markets and whatnot that I was attracting in those first few that I did, so I've learnt so much. And now the competitions I run, I know they're getting exactly who we need, and these people are going to be communicating on the page. Um, But, yeah, so Facebook advertising, I thoroughly recommend that if you really want, if you're serious about social media, you're serious about, um, you know, using Facebook especially, then kick off your campaign. Put together some, you know, marketing dollars to kick off a campaign um, to
0: really grow that network
1: fast with
0: quality people. Okay. So um, maybe some, some tips here for people who, who set themselves up on Facebook and LinkedIn, um, but maybe at this stage haven't really done very much with it. What, what's, the, what's the sort of a, a half of little little smart things that they can do to uh, get themselves uh, propelled into the marketplace?
1: Determine who your target audience is. Get what? clear on this.
0: So um, step number one, determine yes. your target audience. Yep. Yeah.
1: That is absolutely, if you know who they are, where they are, who they hang out with, what keeps them awake at night, then you'll be able to market better to them or you'll be able to find out what their problems are and then give them the solutions to those problems.
2: It's Sorry.
0: That's all right.
1: right. Um, little four-year-olds don't realise when you're on teleconference. No, no, they do. that's no, all right. They've got no words. So, um, determine who the, the target audience is. And then choose your social media channel with regards to who that target audience is. Because if you're really clear about that, and I mean even with some of your franchises, maybe you know maybe they need to niche down as well. Um, I'm not sure whether you've spoken to them about finding a niche within a niche sort of thing. But once if you can if you can niche, then you can actually you know really speak to to your people nice and clearly as well, and then develop that strategy. Right,
0: I'm with you. Um, Terry, um, I, I think we'll um, we'll wrap up shortly. Would you like to summarise with any um, any sort of uh, points that you'd like to make that we haven't covered that you're, uh, you're itching to get out there, and then perhaps wrap up by suggesting where we can go to get a bit more information, even from yourself, for example.
1: I just want to um, actually give you a couple of really cool tools mm-hmm. to really be able to find your target audiences. So let's just say your you're on Twitter or you want to start using Twitter. Twitter's really good for getting out, um, you know, regular messages throughout the day. um, You know, because you can tweet several times a day. And there are, you know, Twitter is a huge, huge, huge network. Now, there's a tool called Twello, which is T-W-E-L-L-O-W dot com. Mm -hmm. Now, on this tool here, it's free, you can, again, you can so let's just say your target market is mums in Australia mm-hmm. you can put in the keyword mums in Australia and it brings up all the mums people that have got mum in their profile in Australia on Twitter mm. go and connect with those people
2: mm-hmm. oh, also yeah. on
1: LinkedIn like I said you can do exactly the same thing on Google Plus you can do the same as well um, Google Plus it's Find people on
0: plus.com. Okay. Find people on plus.com. Plus.com. Okay. And so in in LinkedIn, do they, do they have a. Uh... LinkedIn,
1: you do an advanced
0: search. Oh, okay. So, so just an right advanced right
1: search. You do an advanced search, and it gives you all the little boxes there to put mm, CEO or in the main location. So that's
0: within LinkedIn itself.
1: Another thing to do is, when if you're out meeting people Mm -hmm. or talking to business people, ask them a lot of questions. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. If you can ask them a lot of questions and then be able to put them into a category. So, for instance, for me, if I'm going out and talking to businesses, you know, and I just meet them. Hey, listen, what are you doing on social networks? Oh, so you you um, you know, you use Facebook, but you don't use Twitter. Okay, that's cool. You know, but so therefore, in LinkedIn you can tag people.
0: Oh, I'm with you. Yeah. Have a
1: tag in there. That's got um, tag that person to uh, use Facebook. Doesn't use Twitter.
0: Oh, I'm with you.
1: Right. So therefore, if I'm holding a webinar or workshop or a Facebook workshop or webinar and whatnot, I can go, that person's tag. I can send a direct message to all the people that are tagged that use Facebook. Hey, listen holding a, um, a, a Facebook webinar. I might even take it down to here, the retail outlets that use Facebook. Then I can do a sales copy, I can do a marketing copy or hold a webinar specifically to here, you know, holding a webinar on the five key steps to exploding your business using Facebook, you know, exploding your retail business using Facebook. So able to market. So those are the things, you know, put people, you know, into different areas and so that you can market directly to them. And just, to, just if you are, just a, a, an all-round tip on, on, on Facebook, if you decide that, you know, you want to put together a business page on Facebook, one of the very first things you should do is pad out your page first. Put content on it before you start inviting people to your
0: page. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just
1: like you wouldn't open up a shop and leave it empty? Yeah. So put, you know, 10 posts from there. Uh, put a post, put a video, put a, a couple of images, put a, you know, a, a link it to an article to your website. Make sure that your business page has all, link, or all links back to your website as well. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: And go on and like other pages with your target audience and start communicating and watching and keeping an eye on those pages.
2: Uh, but make oh, yeah. sure that they're
1: active pages. Go into groups that have your target audience because there's lots of business groups out there on Facebook and start talking to those groups. But keep in mind, never sell. Build the relationship and then you're able to promote yourself a little bit more down the track, but you've got to build that relationship first. So does that make sense? I hope that's Absolutely. Nice. Well, you know, the,
0: the, Perhaps you could just give us a quick, um, a quick snapshot of what the... I suppose, the generally accepted social media etiquette is from that point of view.
1: Well, basically, it's adding value
0: Mm -hmm.
1: without selling.
0: Right. So it's as simple as that. Yeah. It's
1: pretty much as simple as that. So if you go onto someone else's business page, don't ever put them down. Don't ever over-speak over them as such. Support them.
0: I'm with you. So it's it's, just... Okay.
1: It's, so, just this, it's You know what? I liken it. It's exactly the same as if you turned up to a barbecue, you wouldn't walk straight into the barbecue and say, hey, by the way, I'm an insurance salesman um, and I'm here to, you know, you wouldn't, or, or direct marketing, you know, you wouldn't go and start selling Amway, for instance, you know, walking straight into a, a friend's barbecue and right, I'm going to sell you guys, you know, it's not acceptable. Whatever, and it's the same as as on social networks, it's not acceptable to walk straight in and and sell and you see. And even on your own rule, you know, you can, you can, hey, listen, the rule of thumb is every three to four posts might be a promotional post.
0: Um, Yeah, every three to four. Yeah,
1: so every third or fourth post. Might be a promotional post. So Mondays motivational tips could be a good post. Tuesdays might be something a little bit personal about yourself or one of your clients that you're allowed to say something personal about. Wednesday might be um, might be your um, you know a link back to a blog on a really good article. Thursday might be a link back to your website or some type of event that you're holding or you know that might be your promotional. Friday might be the shout-out or the funny. Saturday might be a how's-your-weekend type story. So those are kind of the ideas. Mm-hmm. Sunday day of rest. that's the Monday motivational quote.
0: Okay, excellent. Okay, excellent. Kerry, thank you very much indeed. Um, I appreciate you giving us a lot of valuable information there. Um, is there any sources you can suggest where we can access information or contact you? Well,
1: the best way to contact me, um, I might I, I, I might give you... Um, Send you an email sign that you can um, pass on It's yeah. at Kerry at social media y- plus one y- dot com.
0: So it's Kerry at social media. What plus was the rest of that address there?
1: Plus one dot com.
0: Plus one is that that's plus o n e? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So it's k-e-r-r-y
0: yep.
1: at social media and it's p l u s o n e
0: dot
2: com. Dot Okay,
1: excellent. Um, Because, yeah, I'm actually, you know, there's only so much you can talk about on a, you know, (laughs) on a teleconference that's an hour long. Um, What I'm doing is I'm holding workshops. Okay. uh, That, uh, you know, I'm holding um, two-hour workshops and I'm holding two-day boot camp workshops. Right. And I sit down and we put together a strategy for the business and then we sit down and teach them how to use social networks. Um, oh. So I've got one happening in April, um, a two-day boot camp. So the business will walk out with everything that they need to know to keep going forward with social media. Um, Excellent. So,
0: yeah. But okay,
1: well, yeah, be... drop
0: me an email on that and I'll, uh, I'll make sure people get access
1: to it. Yeah, and if they've got any questions, yeah, certainly email me. I'd love to, I'd love to be able to...
0: To help out. Okay. Does anyone have any questions online there? Just uh, while we're in the process of wrapping up, just press uh, star six if you'd like to, um, anything you'd like to raise or questions to ask, comments to make? Not at this point, that's fine. Okay. Well, look, um, what I'd like to do is to uh, is to wrap up on behalf of How to Franchise. I'd like to thank Terry um, Fitzgibbon uh, for generously making her time available and uh, for sharing that, that information. It's certainly some interesting stuff, and I think we've all got to apply um, a fair bit of effort into making sure we catch up. If we're not already up to speed with the social media environment, uh, it's happening so quickly, and it's certainly the way of the future. You can't afford to ignore it any longer. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks very much indeed. Um, anything in closing, Kerry? No, I
1: think that, that's about it. Lovely. Okay, okay. okay. Kerry at Social Media Plus One.
0: Lovely. Okay, well, thanks very much indeed. We'll speak to you in due course, and uh, I'll just close the conference there. Thank you very much, everyone. Bye.